0: right brain you don't like me and i don't like you but let's just do this and i can get back to killing you with beer you are now tuned into the better fantasy bureau podcast Podcast. this place is an untapped resource i love it
1: with your host flexed list you must think i'm pretty stupid
2: i'm dangerous i'm very very dangerous and alex marquette your voice is like a combination of fergie and jesus for the everyday fantasy sports
0: player.
2: I would rather listen to Fran
0: Drescher for eight hours.
2: Help! Now,
1: I am going to teach some kids a lesson.
0: They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs.
1: And now, on with the show, party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome. Back to another fantastic, exciting, exhilarating, exhilarating, oh wait, exhilarating, ah, you'll see that about a little second about that little pun intended, another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitler's hero. here with my co host live and direct, with much respect, Alex Marchetti,
2: what's up, BFAs? What? Where did you get this from? What happened? Better Fantasy Agents.
1: You're right. I'm going with you. Alright, alright, we're, we're getting there, we're all getting right, there, right. I, I like it, I didn't like the other one, I like this one
2: This makes more sense
1: We have to go and still ask uh, the audience out there, but speaking about who the audience, our audience supposed to listen to and We could also ask our special guest that we have here today Special guest! And it's awesome that we have our special guest for the first time with our new equipment, which we have Which is the reason we haven't been recording at the Podcast Studios But once again, Got the Podcast Studios is an excellent place to record No, Nothing wrong with that, we just moved on and got our own stuff Uh, and part of, and part of the new stuff that we ended up getting now was our first time taking an outside phone call who also has his own, you know, if you guys listen to the show, you know, Marchetti loves automatopoeia. Him and his automatopoeia is, he has a a deep infatuation with automatopoeia. and it's, it's okay. I told you dog, I'll never hit you. So knock yourself out, but let's just introduce, uh, boom, let's just introduce our uh, special guest that we have right now via phone call at his own studio. Our good friend for a very long time, Andy, the People's Pen Singleton. What's up, Andy?
0: What's up, guys? This is definitely a flashback. I'm definitely reminiscing right now. I'm not <laughs> sure who I'm supposed to shout out, but I feel like I'm supposed to shout out a whole lot of people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, you, know what, you know what's funny? Because I know I haven't seen you in a long, long, long time, Andy. And it was funny. So when I was talking about Marquetti about getting you on the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. I remember him. I haven't seen him in a while. And then I'm literally going through my phone because now I got a new job. And I'm going through my phone to see, like, oh, which business owners do I know that I could contact? You know, it's introduced for my new job. And I saw people's, like, people's? Like, wait, Marketti, is this his number? Oh, my God, I had him on my phone this entire time, and I haven't spoken yeah. to him. Like, that's that's how long it's been
0: that I had your number, I mean, my we, phone. We, is... we, we all go way back. I mean, we yeah. did a lot of things together for, for, for a good period of time, a good chunk of time. And now we're doing something totally different, but intertwined again. So it's kind of... It's kind of funny to me that we're, we're meeting up again under these circumstances. But I always know you guys were into sports. Um, flex, I actually played ball with you a few times. Yeah, and, uh, I remember. You know, so, so we go back in a, in a lot of different ways in a lot of different realms. So this is just add another chapter to the story. You're, you're, yeah. the, you're the man, do, by the
2: way. Do, do you remember that we, uh, the first year we had our fantasy football league, mm-hmm. the first year, 2009, you was in our league?
0: I think I was, but I don't think I paid it too much mind, and I think I like did horribly in that league, if I remember correctly. Um, I oh. think I did it just to—I I don't know what even why I did. It. I probably should have told you guys no. And, <laughs> I it. and then, and then I think I just gave up, and then, and then it was it. And then you guys are probably like, ah, oh, this this guy sucks. And then, sure enough, you, you look me up a couple years later, and you're like, wow, he's like ranking. Uh, amongst the industry experts from all over these you know, major publications and stuff. So um, I'm hoping that you'll take my word for it, that I just gave up on that league rather than was just No, failing, no need
2: mid-ranking. to brag. You can brag all you want. Number 23 in fantasy football accuracy by it's fantasy pros. Number seven in fantasy baseball accuracy by fantasy pros. Much props, much respect. You're probably Appreciate the expert it, of all the experts that we had as far as guests. Big time.
0: Well, since, since from what I'm understanding, I'm one of your first guests, I would hope so. <laughs> uh,
1: one of the first guests since marchetti has been on. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Okay, there you yeah. Go.
1: Since since the, the fir- you are actually the first guest since Marchetti took over as co-host of the show. We've had plenty of other okay. guests on before, including Marchetti being a guest at one point. But uh, first guest as marchetti has been on the show. Not like the not like the other Andy. The other Andy's not considered a guest. The producer extraordinaire. Yeah. The worthless producer extraordinaire. <laughs> I can't say that. I still owe money for his dry cleaning. I got, right. He's going to charge me now. It's like, he's
2: going to charge you extra, bro.
1: Um, But anyways, to get right into it in the show, thank you once again for being a part of this, Andy. Uh, Tell us a little bit about you and what you have, because we know you have a podcast of your own. You give your own fantasy advice. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so where do you want me to begin? I mean, you want me to take it way back, or you want me to just talk about the sports stuff? Because obviously, uh, well, you know, so not like you recognize- know, when I was
1: born, I knew I wanted to have a podcast. You know, not like <laughs> my dad. Like no, 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 no.
0: I don't mean, I don't even mean in that realm, But I- I'm guessing <laughs> some of your audience might recognize who I am from from our club days when I was promoting with you guys, and then uh, got out of that, and always was into sports. Played college basketball. Um, just always followed it from. An early age, and just was always into numbers and things like that, and um, saw how much it had grown. And basically, the long story short, I, I wanted to take over a dynasty fantasy baseball league that was like a, a deep league that you had like minor leaguers and all that kind of stuff. And while I was looking for minor leagues, leaguers, to wow. yeah, yeah. So while I was looking for a league to get in for that, um, I I was finding all these websites that were looking for writers, and uh, you know I always. Kind of dabbled in writing as well, so I basically just blindly applied to a couple of places and got my shot there. And then next thing I know, it's a little over six years later, and I've been doing video series, podcasts, editing, um, you know, ranking stuff. So I, I've I've had a, a very uh, fast paced six years in this now. So it's it's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty exciting in some ways, and just kind of a whirlwind.
1: It's definitely fun, though. I'll tell you that much. That, that's the most important thing about this, which I feel is that, you know, like I, I do. I love doing this even when I don't want to do anything. Like even if I don't want to leave my couch, I don't I love still to do this, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, this is what we, like you said, when you're on your couch, what are you doing? Most times you're watching games. So yeah. then when you leave your couch, you get to go talk about what you saw. So, yeah, it's uh, it definitely it definitely hits the love what you do kind of mantra.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole reason when I started the Better Fantasy Bureau was for the same option. About, like I said, the whole tagline and the, the content behind this is for the everyday fantasy sports player. So it's like for everybody who just loves fantasy sports in general and just like, likes to talk about it. Like, for example, like, Marquette and I, is, we're just everyday fantasy sports players, which, of course, we know mostly more about fantasy football than we know a lot about fantasy basketball. But we don't really know much about fantasy baseball, and which is a big reason why you're here today is to help us out with our Fantasy Baseball 101 one. And, uh, you know, so we can ask questions. And like like I said to you earlier, like, you know, tonight I'm having my first fantasy baseball draft. You know, we never hear at the Better Fantasy Bureau say that we're experts and we're going to definitely win you your league, that we know everything about it. No, we're just everyday fans of the sport. And like I said before, you know, it's my first draft and I already know that I'm an expert of this. Obviously, I'm (laughs) going to win this league, obviously, without even drafting it already. You're so confident, bro. Well, it's the truth, right? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. You got to okay. have that confidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, confidence, delusion, either way you want to look at it, it sounds the same to me. But so tell us right now, like off the bat, like like for example, I know you play a lot of fantasy football um, peoples, but like so we know like one – Big recommendation everybody gives off the bat like fantasy football is wait for quarterback. That's one big recommendation everybody always gives. Not necessarily right. that people you would have to do it. Obviously, you know you get a guy like Pat Mahomes, you know where you have to pay to get him, and you know what points he's going to give you. But a big, I guess, universal tip is wait for a quarterback. Right? Fair, fair enough Correct. to say between the three of us? Correct. Yeah. So what is one of those big universal tips that everybody should know? about like baseball because if anybody starts with fancy football new one of the first things we tell them don't get a quarterback right away that's one big tip
2: when drafting is when
1: concerned, drafting yeah. yeah so when drafting is concerned when it comes to fancy va- baseball what is just one of those tips that you would give um obviously to everybody else not me i mean because i already know obviously
0: <laughs> yeah so so be- before we even get into all that and it sounds like you have a predominantly football audience or so football based audience at this oh,
1: yeah because so- that's what we basically know most about yeah no, that's no, how then, that's
0: how we started off yeah As well. And and that's fair. But that's why I say before we get into any anything more concrete and deeper than that, I think it's important to realize what kind of league you're getting into for baseball, because there's there's basically two styles. There's rotisserie, you know, roto, which is a a cumulative collection of points throughout the season. And then there's head to head points, which is kind of more like fantasy football, where I'd just be playing one of you for that week and whoever scores the most points and points are accounted for. You know, however your league is set up. Now football, I heard run, I heard like Roto's
1: easier. Is that true?
0: No, Roto's actually a lot more challenging, and and uh, well, I mean it depends on who you talk to. Because there's purists, there's the Roto purists who will tell you it's it's the only way to play, and then there's people like me who prefer head-to-head points who will tell you I think this is better. I think they're equally challenging. I think for the most part you're talking the same about players, uh, but how you you know, how you build your team, your construction, all that kind of stuff, it could vary depending on the league. So first and foremost, knowing what kind of league you're in is going to really set the table for, for you know, how you want to proceed with building your team. But as far as, like you mentioned, waiting on quarterbacks in football, me personally, and, and there's no universal draft strategy, but my big thing is to wait on pitching. I don't trust pitching. Uh, I think it's very volatile. I think it's, uh you know, you have your your definite aces in the game i mean this being a queen's audience i'm gonna you know my favorite player <laughs> in the world is is jacob de even though i'm a yankee fan but i mean of course you can have guys like that but keep, keep with the yankees real quick you, you look at somebody like Luis severino who's you know top 10 to 15 pitcher in the game well he's out now till at least april he's gonna i'm sorry till at least may he's gonna miss all of april so if you invested a high pick you would have to have taken him somewhere you know in the top four to five rounds
1: wow
0: you just you, you just missed out on one of those guys because, uh, and, and to me, like I said, there are a lot more injuries to pitchers than there seem to be to everyday <laughs> batters at this that point. Is true. So yeah. that so, is true. so you would
1: treat the pitcher as you would treat a quarterback?
0: I feel like I can always find pitching late. Uh, I mean, that maybe it's just being heavily involved and, and knowing who I like better than others. Um, but I feel confident in my own abilities to be able to put together a pitching staff late. So the earliest I'm looking to start getting in is around the fifth or sixth round. So like oh, wow. last, last year, Aaron Nola was like the guy I wanted to start building my rotations around. And that was where I was taking my first pitcher and he was going around the fifth round last year. Uh This year, that'd be somebody like Jack Flaherty on the Cardinals. So um I, to me, they're going to produce ace like upside in that top 10 range but they're not being drafted as such this year so I, 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 best way to put it would would be to say i'm i'm in a little early on them
2: how, how do you weigh uh drafting compared to in-season management
0: it, 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 yeah,
2: does dra- does drafting like like does make or bre- good question make or break your 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 season or like you could kind of like let's say you have a bad draft you could kind of make it up during in-season, yeah. in-season management
0: you could definitely make it up and you're going to have to you're going to have to be astute and pay attention to the waivers because there are going to be injuries uh it's the reason why you know there's so much talk about DL spots uh, now it's called the IL in baseball the injured list not the disabled list anymore but the ill list uh, <laughs> the ill list exactly um, <laughs> y- 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 you, you obviously you want to draft a strong core right you don't want to like completely be relying on waivers but Uh, that's another thing. The waivers run a little different in baseball than they do in football. Football typically is once per week. Um, You have baseball leagues where it's, you know, it could be daily ads. um, So it could be first to the, first to the wire. Um, You have, you have uh, leagues that you only have one transactional period, kind of like football. So, you know, it's how much of your budget do you want to bid on certain players? Uh, So baseball, I think there's a lot more variance to fantasy baseball leagues than there is fantasy football leagues. Um, So, really to me it's it's this we're talking about getting into the minor leagues and everything this is where knowing guys from an early age really kind of helps because if you know about a prospect a high level prospect before your average player you're going to be adding that guy before he even gets called up cuz you're just going to be reading the tea leaves you know
2: yeah yeah you're much more in advantage when you're doing that when i started doing dynasty football i kind of Got that advantage because I already started doing scouting on college players and, you know, rookies that, you know, pretty much didn't have a good impact the first season. But like, you know, especially wide receivers, because they take a long time to kind of, you know, develop. Exactly. So I could definitely get a player in fantasy football and draft them with a value, knowing that they're going to have an impact season, impactful season. So exactly. pretty much in baseball, if you do dynasty, dynasty baseball, then I see where you could have the edge. That makes sense. Okay.
0: But it also applies to redraft, because, especially with pitching, because there are a lot of pitches that people don't necessarily know about yet. Uh, so, for instance, like this season, you have Chris Paddock, who just made the uh, Padres rotation, opening day I'm rotation. Writing, I'm writing
2: this down right now.
0: He, he's a, he's <laughs> you <a> cheater. <laughs> high upside pitcher whose ADP has actually risen to – you're going to have to pay a pretty premium price to get him. But somebody who's kind of near the same kind of potential would be the Braves' Kyle Wright who you could probably get for pretty cheap in comparison to Paddock at this point. Um, so just knowing, you know, younger younger names and younger arms is really going to give you an advantage over people just looking at the names they've recognized for the last five years, say.
1: Um, one question I want to give ask you uh, when I was doing, like, my the little research... Um, For fantasy baseball Of course not that I need it But when I was doing my little research <laughs> for fantasy baseball um, They're saying that A recommendation I read on, on somebody's blog That you should definitely get A first baseman Within the first five rounds Because the first baseman As far as like elite goes Like elite, elite is kind of like comparable to elite running backs in the NFL, even though it's grew a little bit more now. You know, with Alvin Kamara and everything, and Saquon Barkley joined the scene. It's grew a little bit more now. The elite running backs, but they said at least first basemen's go. There's only like really the top three elite first basemen's, and then everybody else kind of like really it's a big drop or fall off from there. How much do you agree with that? That you should get a first baseman the first five rounds.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree that the shallower positions would be first base. Uh, catcher and the outfield. Um, you got second base, which is slightly shallow, but I think a little deeper uh, during draft season, at least, than than those positions. Shortstop and third base are, are fairly deep, and and you could kind of wait on those. It's kind of hard to to not be tempted to take a third baseman early, but you can pass on that early and and feel like you got a solid guy a little bit later on in the draft. So uh, first base is kind of like tight end. Um, or, or go back to that quarterback reference. Like, you either want to be the first or the last, right? Because if right. you're missing out on on that early run, then to to try to force the issue, you're really kind of overpaying for somebody at that point. So, if if you're not going to get one of those top end guys, then you might as well just wait to the end. And there are there are guys. I mean, just double up on your on the gambles you're taking. Um, you know, grab. I mean, we'll stick with, stick with New York, for instance. I mean, I like Luke Voigt, but it looks like Greg Bird's edging him out. So, right. Get yourself Greg Bird. Uh, I mean, across town, Peter Alonso is going to be a force. Whether he starts the season as the everyday first baseman or not, he's going to be a force. So, grab both of those guys and, and play the odds with them until somebody else emerges and play the waiver wire game, like uh, Marquette was saying before. But um, you don't have to be. The first in, but yeah, definitely first base is, is one of the weaker positions this year.
1: Which uh, which one of these two first basemen do you rank over the other, Freddie Freeman or Paul Goldschmidt?
0: I have Freeman ahead just for the consistency he's put together. He's still a little uh, younger. I think he's right in his power window. Uh, for me, age 27 to 32 was really like your peak power year. So uh, Freddie Freeman just kind of entered that window where Gold, Goldschmidt's kind of coming down from it a little. The difference with Goldschmidt was... He used to offer a lot more in the speed department. Now, while he still steals more than your typical first baseman, Freddie Freeman included, uh, it's not what it was where he was going to be threatening to give you 20 bags a year. So uh, I, I like his move to St. Louis, but I, I think he's more valuable in name uh, than game right now. And not to say that he's bad, not to say that I, I wouldn't want him. I just don't want to pay what it's going to cost me.
1: Uh this, this question I, I have for you was a little bit, but well, first of all, really all good points. What you're saying, this question is a little bit, not so much fantasy related. Uh, but yes, uh, you're, you're, I mean, you're, a, you're a, you're a Mets fan though, right? No Yankee. Oh, a Yankee, I'm only, fan, right? A Yankee, bro. No, you were talking I'm about Yankee Queens earlier. About. That's right. That's what i was saying. Got confused. Yeah, I'm like, we're all Yankees I'm like, I'm here. here. I'm, you, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm that smart. a
0: closet Mets fan.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, look, like, I, I always want the Mets to do well. You know what I mean? I, I just, as, as, as long too. as they're not playing the Yankees, I want them to win. Um,
0: I, I, you know, I gotta explain this real quick since we're talking about it. So I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. I, I grew up a Yankee fan, but I'm partial to the Mets. You know, I was 11 in '86 when they won the, you know, the World Series and went to the parade. You know, how could you not like Daryl Strawberry, Dwight Good, and Keaton? how could you not like all, all these amazing guys? players? So, yep. right, yeah. Right. Right. So, so uh, you know that that era passed, and and I had only gone to Yankee games, so I was really a Yankee fan. But you know, caught caught you know by the Mets attention, and now in the last you know decade or so. The Mets have been so bad that I've really enjoyed watching their, you know, some of their minor leaguers uh and, and kind of being involved in in trying to scout that system. Uh right. DeGrom, like I mentioned, is my favorite player. So because I've I've talked so much on Twitter about Mets and prospects over the years, uh people, you know, call me the Closet Met fan, but my <laughs> allegiance is to the Yankees.
2: The first game I've ever been to was Ashe when it was Bobby Bonilla at third. <laughs> still getting still getting
1: yeah. paid. Still my first <laughs> game was Ashe also. <laughs>
2: And I, I I like I did like uh the shortstop the Cuban uh, uh Ray Ordonez. Ordonez.
1: yeah okay <laughs> yeah. throwback uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> okay uh but I want but as a Yankee fan how do you feel about two of the top three ranked players right now in fantasy baseball being Boston Red Sox players.
0: I mean, it doesn't matter. I think it's good for the rivalry. I mean, it's sports as a whole. Like, without that rivalry, it's not as fun. It's not as exciting. So, I'm fine with it. It doesn't bother so me. So, you you draft, a place.
1: you draft Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez without not even a little bit of heartburn.
0: I would definitely take Mookie Betts. I don't know that I would take J.D. Martinez um, for where he's going right now. I mean, you, you, you're you kind of... You're leaving... You're not leaving a lot of wiggle room. And he's got to basically repeat what he did last year him to make sense there Uh, whereas Betts contributes to all five categories and even if there's if there's any type of regression with Betts you're still getting phenomenal value and he's offering you something that few players in the league can do I mean he's he's a a light version of Mike Trout so uh, you know Betts is definitely one of the top three players in in the entire game Uh, I don't have any problems with JD Martinez but again like where he's being drafted uh, you're really not leaving a lot of room for error.
1: So, you have a so you and your own personal rankings have other people higher than JD Martinez than third?
0: Uh, Bre- yeah, I, for right now, overall, Martinez. he's going third. Yeah, I, I, I would not take him third, he's not ranked third for me. I haven't submitted my final rankings yet, I have another day to do that. Um, but as of right now, uh, Alex, Bre- Alex not,
1: Bregman yeah. or JD Martinez.
0: Uh, see, I mean, I <laughs> you're getting into you're getting into tough territory because because I love Alex Bregman myself, but I don't think you need to take him that as high. a married man.
1: There is no such thing as tough territory for me. I faced it all. I know the <laughs> dangers of life already.
0: It, it goes back though to it goes back to the positional depth. that, You know, I was talking about before. I don't think outfield is particularly deep. Um, So you know, I don't need to take Alex Bregman that high. You. you you can you can definitely wait on Bregman copy uh,
1: um, question, you have yeah
2: uh, as far as closers is concerned how much value do we need to put on closers when we're drafting it,
0: I, that's another one that's that's closers to me are like place kickers you know <laughs> okay th- All right they they're only gonna have the opportunity that their team's gonna give them right so yeah. um, it's now, there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. You would, you would imagine there's going to be a lot, a lot of opportunity there. But when it comes, you know, you're not 100% sure. Uh, you see certain situations with certain teams where, you know, even a guy like Aroldis Chapman, you know, wasn't necessarily a lock. You know, health health is, becomes definitely a concern. Um, it, it's, too, it's too volatile of a position for me to place a ton of emphasis on it. And, again, this is like another position I feel like you could steal saves late so rather than go after that, you know, 40-plus guy, I'm going to target three 20-plus guys. A guy like Jose Alvarado in Tampa is somebody that, you know, I'm high on. A young lefty uh, throws hard out of the bullpen, and he's going to be getting an opportunity to close. Now, he might not be the everyday closer, but he's going to be in a position to potentially get you 20-plus saves. And I can get him much later than having to go after one of the top-tier guys.
2: All right, cool. Another question I have, right? So in football, we – I, I usually like to stack up on running backs cuz they drop like flies and then you know if you have definite running backs you're you're pretty much building uh you know for success as far as in baseball which position should we focus in stacking up
0: I, I'd go back to the outfield because right? right. you you're starting anywhere between 3 to 5 I was five. about to say outfield You know depending on the league you're starting anywhere from 3 to 5 and then Mostly, you can have another utility spot. So, you're out if you have too many outfielders. You're just gonna have room for them. If any one of them gets hurt, you don't have to worry. Um, it, and it's it's really not a deep position. So when, once you get out of that top 30 range, that that next wave is it, really there's a lot of question marks. Um, the guy I'm biggest on that you could get later this year would be Ramon Laureano from uh, Oakland. He's really writing it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got to
2: draft at nine o'clock. Yeah, of course. Try and get the edge, bro.
0: This this is a this is a guy that can give you a little um potential power and potential speed uh, with the first a round pick. You're right. good average. One overall. Overall the and new, one. The new Mike Trout.
1: <laughs> yep, you oh, made it see. Um, people, before we let you go, first of all, thank you so much for being a part of this. Before we let you go, let everybody know what's uh you know about your podcast, where they can subscribe to, and your Twitter handle and everything like that. If anybody wanted to follow you, reach out to you for whatever questions, let them know where where they could and all that. And
2: stuff. your your website, your yes, magnificent website.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, so the best way to find everything I'm doing is just follow me on Twitter at people's pen people's with the z. Uh, you could just search my name, Anthony Singleton. I think I'm the only one on Twitter, so it should come up for you. Uh, I'm the one in the in the you know firefighter gear, dribbling a dribbling a basketball, so kind of hard to miss. Uh, I do <laughs> a uh, NFL draft series, uh, video series where I break down over 45 players, uh, all all skill positions, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. Do about uh, five minutes on each player and just give you kind of a background and some opinion and analysis. I've been doing that for a few years now. I go down to uh, the Senior Bowl in Mobile and get a first hand look at uh, some of these NFL prospects. The baseball side of things, I've been doing video series for the last several years. Uh, the video stuff, I, I just kind of put to an end with uh, fantasy baseball, but I did start a new podcast a couple weeks ago. So, uh, again, you can find links to that through, uh, through my Twitter handle. Um, what else? The uh, website, expandtheboxscore.com. This was something that just started end of December. And right now we only have college football up, but we have plans to expand to MLB. So for fantasy baseball as a DFS tool and uh, just all around, you know whether you're looking at just uh, fantasy or you're looking at numbers in general, if you're looking at for gambling, for you know, you know money lines and things like that, uh, we're going to add NFL, college basketball, and NBA as well. But for right now, it's just college football. And for $10 a year, you get all these advanced statistics. Basically every touch that every player had on the – on the entire season and you can uh, plug in whoever you want to compare and see how they did against similar opponents. Uh, The leaderboards is insane. You get targets for the receivers, red zone efficiency, uh, all kinds of just advanced detailed metrics. Um, So it it really will be a a added tool. uh, Once college football season comes back around for those of you DFS players,
2: expand box, expand the box Correct. $10. That's a bargain. All, yeah. all, all our folks, our BFAs, come support
1: BFA. our boy. What do you think about that people's <laughs> pen? <laughs> what do you think about that people's BFAs? Is it for our <laughs>
0: listeners? I, I'm alright with that I mean I think it's better than BFB's
1: BFB sounds like a bra size to me <laughs>
0: it makes me think BFF which isn't a bad thing right so
1: BFAs that's that's not bad BFF that reminds me of a funny story I remember one of the first times I when I won the first time I won my fantasy football league I bought a trophy for the league for this other league it was my first one I ever won and I bought a trophy it looks like the Lombardi trophy it's got the NFL shield and it says FFL in the shield I brought it to my yearly uh, ski trip outing with all my Woodside friends and my friend Kelly Langer she goes like oh my god what is the FFL for I'm like fantasy Football League. Oh no, I thought it stood for Friends for Life. She <laughs> uh, People's man, you got to have you come down here. You got to have you come hang out with us. You know, we got to have you, you know, you got to come down here with us one day. All right, brother? Yeah. It's, been, it's to. been, been, been too long it. since I've seen you. You know, we got to catch up. We got to reminisce. We got some more funny stories to tell. And, and seriously, honestly, man, thank you for coming by. Thank you for all your insight. I really learned a lot. You know, um, you know, I might make my jokes about me being an expert. Obviously, I said it's my first year playing fantasy baseball. I don't know what I'm doing. But, um, you know, thanks for thanks for the insight thanks for all you know all your uh wisdom and please please come down and hang out with us sometime my brother
0: Yeah, and no, I, I look forward to it i'll be happy to and thanks for having me man anything you guys need i'm happy to help sounds, we appreciate sounds it sounds good same Thank same you, here. Bro. If, you
1: need, if you need us you know which i don't know why you would need us but if you do for some <laughs> reason maybe if you we need a ride need over here you know uh, it's <laughs> like we,
0: we all need each other man
1: <laughs> my man all right appreciate it brother thanks a lot all right bro all right guys talk Thank to you soon you. peace that was good to, to have him on. Once again, that was Peoples. And you can see follow him on Twitter at the People's Pen on Instagram Peoples with a Z. I'm sure you guys know how to spell people out there. You know how to spell more people. Yeah, he's
2: very active on Twitter, so you could definitely check him out. He 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 engages with everyone. And obviously, uh he's somebody that knows his stuff. You know, he Obviously, yeah. He he studies he studies these players from college and on. So he definitely has an edge if you have any questions about Players are coming out in Dynasty, you know, if you have a Dynasty uh, startup, then you should check check them out and hit them up. Moving on to the...
1: Let's do it. Yeah, no, definitely. Moving on to the second half of the show, which we are doing, going on to something that uh, I guess you and I naturally are more in tune with, is our Dynasty Mock Draft, startup Dynasty Mock Draft here for, uh, you know, if you're looking at which we are starting our... Dynasty Football League For the Better Fantasy Bureau And this is going to be, You know If you're starting one Which is a very grow, a Huge growing market Huge 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 Growing market Um, Get into it it could be fun
2: Yeah I personally like Dynasty Um, I've been doing it for like Three four years So You know, the first time I was in in your show, well, our show now. Yeah, you came over to talk uh, about Dynasty. We talked about Dynasty. So now we're
1: going to do our Dynasty mock draft. And we had uh, Siri make the picks beforehand. And, Marchetti, you are drafting at third overall. I am drafting at fifth overall. Um... And we're using the Sleeper app. I do also recommend to everybody at all times, and I say this every time during the fantasy football season, use the Sleeper app when you're doing your mock drafts because it's a different draft every single time. And if you could do a solo draft with a computer, that's easy to do. And it literally takes, like, five minutes to do a draft. Obviously, we're going to be taking a little longer because we're going to talk more about it. But so let's get on with our – now, for this one, just so everybody should know, we're doing a 12-team uh, PPR uh, we took out the kickers and the defense with two flex spots. This is just the way we're doing it, you know, what we just have, doesn't matter about the flex spots. But we're only doing about 15 rounds at most for the next uh, half hour that we can we're doing the 15 rounds. And uh we took out the the kickers and defense because if this was a real life startup draft, we wouldn't be drafting kickers and defense as early as round 14. On uh, which you know, on a, on a actual dynasty that, that, that's crazy. And you know what? After nothing though, I was thinking about even for our league, we should just take out the defenses because defenses change so easily within a year. Like you know what I mean, like. Just, just change, take out. I don't know. What's something we'll talk about?
2: Well, we gotta talk about that in library and see uh, if everyone else is down.
1: All right, so we'll see about that. So then let's get this. Maybe
2: no kickers like before. Like just less, less.
1: Nah. Remove kickers. Nah. We don't need nah.
2: kickers. We need kickers. We don't need kickers.
1: We need kickers. If you have Will Lutz in your <clears throat> fantasy dynasty team that just signed extension with the Saints, you kickers. Tight. All right, so let's go on right now as we begin uh, the draft and let's go draft. So first overall, Barkley. Barkley went first overall, there and go, Christian
2: right? McCaffrey. All right, I got three minutes, so I'm going to spend these three minutes contemplating who should I oh, you pick? have three minutes? Yeah, uh, 251 now. There you go. Okay. All right, so it wasn't, I have. It
1: wasn't supposed to be with three minutes. It's supposed to have more time, but whatever.
2: All right, so I have DeAndre Hopkins on the board. I got Ezekiel Elliott, Odell Beckham.
1: I'm going to go with. Hold on one second. I'm changing the time here. It should be longer. should be longer? Yeah, just because this way I don't want to keep pausing the draft. You know, you should basically want to talk about it all you want, you know.
2: Oh, th- three minutes is enough, man. Anyway, so this is uh, this is Dynasty, so I'm going to be looking. This PPR, and you know what? I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. I'm
1: going to pick Ezekiel Elliott. So one thing I feel, so this is going to be my my first actual first Dynasty team that I'm doing, right? And yeah. one thing that I feel is for first round and this, and if everybody's in their league, if you want to hear this and it's fine and you know you could take it as an advice. There's also advice for you if you're starting a dynasty for the first time. I recommend and since you play dynasty longer than I have, Marquette, see if you agree with me. I recommend definitely pick a wide receiver more than a young running back. Now for the first overall pick, I would have Saquon Barkley. You know, being biased, being a Giants fan, also what you know kind of talent he is, especially PPR, the way he catches the passes so much. But I. Would say go wide receiver because the lifespan of a wide receiver is much in longer. The NFL is much longer. One, number two, when you do your rookie draft, so you do your first draft, and when you start doing your rookie draft, it is more likely that the exceptional talent of a wide receiver comes to fruition a few years down the line, does it not? When a running back like Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette. Or any Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, a running back could come into the NFL, and uh, Alvin Kamara, straight out the gate, gate be explosive.
2: That is very correct.
1: And their lifespan is shorter. So you know, technically, you know, like you know, statistically speaking. So I always say, so I would say recommend taking a wide receiver first. Like with you, with the third overall pick, I wouldn't have taken Ezekiel Elliott there myself. As we said, Saquon went first, Christian McCaffrey went second. You took Zeke, and then Odell went right after him. My pick at third overall would be who I'm going to take right now, which is DeAndre Hopkins. He is really young, one of the best wide receivers in the game, arguably the best wide receiver in the game. He's up there in that, you know, talks about Odell and Antonio Brown. And one good thing about him, which is kind of like the same thing with Odell in situation, he's set with his quarterback for years to come, and with a very young quarterback, with a very young, good quarterback in Deshaun Watson, who, you know, targets him a lot. He's going to get a lot of catches in PPR. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns. He's just the man. And I, I would I would argue about taking him number one overall, DeAndre Hopkins. Do you agree? I'm I'm not going to disagree with you there. Um so DeAndre Hopkins goes, then Michael Thomas, then Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon. I'll tell you what, I don't want to be the guy to draft Todd Gurley for the most part. Uh, Todd Gurley, Joe Mixon, then Devontae Adams, Tariq Hill, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I really do believe if you're doing this, uh, your dynasty drafts, I do feel guys like DeAndre, Odell, Michael Thomas, and Devontae Adams should be way up there. You know what I mean? I mean, I would take, I would probably take uh, Devontae Adams over Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, all these other guys. Okay. So the first round around SN for the second round, uh Melvin Gordon, Mike Evans, David Johnson, Julio Jones, Dalvin Cook, Amari Cooper, and then Antonio Brown and right back to me. So so ten wide receivers already went off the board. Ten wide receivers. Off the board board already. Yep. Um so to me, right here, I'm in a very good situation. That's why I kind of like having that middle for especially for dynasty. I like having the middle of the pack for the most part. Because I got two very – I got – what I'm looking at right now, I got three very good options. It depends on what I want to build my team at.
2: I instantly uh, regret picking Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Because of what I said? (laughs) No, yeah, right
2: now I'm looking at wide receivers. uh, Right now it looks like I could still get a good running back in the second round. If I would have gotten Odell and then one of these uh, running backs like Nick Chubb, James Conner. I would have been a little, a little bit more confident right. with that. Yeah. So I, now so I I'm, really
1: recommend taking wide receiver first. Yeah, and r- right
2: now I'm looking at Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, AJ Green. You know, th- those are a little bit much more. You the know,
1: guys who I'm definitely looking at are Nick Chubb. Stephon, not convincing for me. Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen. Those are three guys that I'm looking at right now. Um, off the bat, I guess my heart says that the guy to pick right now is Nick Chubb. You know what I mean. Uh, for long-term and everything like that, but and being as young as are going into his second year, right? So it, it tells me that Nick Chubb is the guy to pick. But I'm not going to do that because what scares me about Nick Chubb dynasty-wise, now I'll redraft not so much, is that after eight weeks, Kareem Hunt comes in. Kareem so Hunt. Dynasty-wise, to spend a second-round pick right now in the startup on Nick Chubb, not to say it was a bad one, but after the end of the season, he might not be as impactful by the end of the season for the future. So dynasty was redraft. I, I recommend them at this pick That's fine. Le'Veon Bell, his age, you know what I'm saying? You know, I could probably get, a, I could definitely get another running back going down. So between me, it's Stefan Diggs and Keenan Allen, the pair with my other ace wide receiver, give him another, give my wide receiver one, put another wide receiver one for this case. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen favorite target for Phillip rivers. When he's healthy, he's a beast. Uh, Stephon Diggs is also a B, something wrong with him there, but he just shares the spotlight for the moment with Adam Thielen. Keon Allen doesn't really share the spotlight. Yeah, he's too, like Marquette a 1A, rather
2: than, 1B rather right. than a, a true 1.
1: And I think Keon Allen is definitely up there with a true 1 top 10, so I take him. And then Stephon Diggs goes, and now it's uh, back to you, Marchetti. So now... You want, you're going to take Stefan Diggs, right?
2: I wanted Stephon Diggs. I would have settled for Stefan Diggs at the, at the at my spot, but now he has been taken. So now I'm contemplating if I should... Reach for a wide receiver or just get a running
1: back. and Well, it depends on what you want to build for your dynasty team. Now You're building it up around Ezekiel Elliott right now. That's where you're at the moment. You're building. Yeah. And remember, dynasty, it's long term. It's for a while you're going to have this team. So you're building it with Zeke as your starting piece. So right now, it's,
2: it's looking like I'm going to get Le'Veon Bell. And um, on Bell and I, Zeke I, is a hard one-two punch. And, and right now, I, I, it looks like I'm I'm going to try to build to win now. Right. So that's, that's what, what I'm going to yeah. do now. Then, that, so. then
1: that's the direction you're going to go in. Yeah. I'm
2: drafting Le'Veon uh, Bell.
1: And then Travis Kelsey goes, which not, enough, not for nothing for me, he goes way too early, Travis Kelsey. It's that was way too early, early for he's tw- me. That's tw- he where he's going for most dynasty drafts. For the moment, remember, this is super early. But usually these dynasty drafts, they happen right, you know, like about a month after the actual NFL draft. So more or less they happen within the June time, you know. um, So... He's 29 years old and, and a hot offense. But, I mean, he's going to be hot just, I think, only for so long. Anyways, after Travis Kelsey goes James Conner, which I was hoping he was going to fall to me, and he has it. And then Patrick Mahomes. And
2: I was hoping Brandon
1: Cooks fall, fall Falls, to me. Which would have been a great pick been for been you, great right? For it would have been fantastic to but, wait to bounce But out. now
2: I'm looking through, and I guess I got to settle for Adam Thielen, which is not bad in the third round.
1: You're, you're, you're going for Adam Thielen over A.J. Green? Yeah. Okay. So you take Adam Thielen, then goes Nick Chubb. Now, for me here, this is a tough spot to be in. This I have a tough choice to make here. Because who I like a lot, and I like a lot, a lot in this choice right here, is Kenny Galladay. I'm big on Kenny Galladay. I
2: was thinking Kenny Galladay as well, but he hasn't proven to be a wide receiver one yet.
1: Yet. yet but and but it's it's a new you know with it's 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 and also it's an offense that's not looking to throw too much but he is such a beast though golden Tate is out of there
2: yes i have he's going to be the
1: wide receiver one I, for that team
2: i have him in my di- dynasty league so i i feel like he's going to have a breakout year this year and he could potentially crack the w- top wide receiver 15 like he'll crack you know and make the wide receiver 15 top
1: So, So, but for me right now, I didn't
2: want to go out. I'm like, you know what? Adam Thielen, at least proven.
1: Right. He's proven. He's still young enough. And he's
2: still young enough. That's why I didn't pick AJ Green.
1: If you look at this, too, in a redraft league, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, Adam Thielen. That's a strong three you're going into for a redraft league. That's yeah. a strong three you're going to right now. So, like I said, you look like you're kind of poised to win now. I'm kind of in the middle. I have long-term because I have two young wide receivers with Keen Allen and DeAndre Hopkins. So, I'm thinking Kenny Galladay right now to keep building up on wide receivers because, remember, usually with redraft leagues, I mean, with startup dynasties, it's about a thir- – more on an average, it depends, you could do it any way you want. It's a 30-round draft with keeping about 24, 25 players, dropping five or six of them at the end, right?
2: Yeah, you could do 24, 25, if, depending on the, if you're going to have an IR slot. If you right. don't have an IR slot, you could just keep it to 26. It just depends. And then off-season, you could do 31.
1: Yeah, you, you could really do it any way you, you choose to do it. Um, but it all depends on how you want to set it up. Now, what I, what the pick I'm going to make here, I made my pick already, but of course, every time we go into these things, we got to talk about it. I, I was also thinking carry on Johnson. Carryon Johnson, who I think is going to have a solid career, he's going to really, really, you know, take over that offense. I think he's just that much of a talent. I've been a big Carryon Johnson fan before last year started, but I, I also have right him
2: on. in my dynasty.
1: Yeah, but yeah. what I'm going to go here, I'm going to go with Sony Michelle. Second year going in to the Patriots' office, just lost Gronk. It's going to be more maybe targets. He also has some injury concerns. But does. I just I just think that overall the Patriots offense is a better offense for the moment. Uh and if it seems with Gronk retiring, with Brady coming to that age in the end, if they're going to start rebuilding, Sony Michelle's a pretty good w- running back to build around. So, I think they're going to focus on keeping him and building around him. So, I'm going to go with Sony Michelle as my running back one instead of keep building up my wide receivers because there are a couple more running backs that I like later on in, in this stuff. But I'm going to stay with Sony Michelle's my guy. After that goes A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay, then George Kittle, followed Damn. by Aaron Jones, Zach Ertz, Robert Woods, and then Kerryon Johnson closes out the third round. To start off the fourth round, Leonard Fournette, T.Y. Hilton, and then Andrew Luck, two quarterbacks left already. D.J. Moore, Darius Geis, Philip Lindsay, who I was hoping was going to fall to me. I was really hoping he was going to fall to me, Philip Lindsay, And then Corey Davis. Now we're getting into... My pick in the fourth round. And there's a few guys here that I'm looking at. Taking Cooper Cup. Probably won't go there. Deshaun Watson, I'm not going to take right now. But I could pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins. I do yep. have Hopkins. And if I pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins, that'd be pretty sweet. My, 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 my pop screen just fell. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be pretty sweet also if I did fill him up with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Baker Mayfield's another choice. And Marlon Mack. So that's the thing. What are you thinking, Flex? I know you are you, you, you like quarterbacks. I know you like quarterbacks, like the build up on your quarterbacks, like to have a lot of quarterbacks and stuff like that. Because there's one guy that I really want to take here, and I'm not going to say it because I want to take him next round, so I'm not going to say anything here because I'm hoping he's going to fall back to me in the next round. Okay. So I'm going to let that slide. I'm going to keep him there. Calvin Ridley is a great option there too, uh, but he's still Julio's number uh, number two. You know, Julio's going to get an extension right now, which might be the biggest extension if, in wide, for wide receivers in history. Um, so I think I'm going to just play it safe, go with the quarterback just to pair it up with the, De- with DeAndre Hopkins. I-, I don't know about saying it's safe. It might be very early for it, but I'm hoping this other wide receiver falls to me in the next round. I'm really hoping he does. I'll tell you how much his wide receiver. So I'm going to take right now De- Deshaun Watson and I'll be my quarterback for years to come. I could have waited and took somebody like a Josh Allen late. But I decided to go with him. After him goes Cooper Cup, and now to you, Marchetti. All right. So I'm going to go young
2: here, and I'm going to get a wide receiver, and that will be Chris Godwin.
1: That was the guy I was hoping that falls to me. Uh, and Chris well, Godwin's going to have a hell of a year. He's I gonna think He's going to play a so out too. the slot. No Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. You know, no, no Adam Humphreys. He's going to have a hell of a year.
2: And here, I'm going to go quarterback.
1: So after Chris Godwin goes Marlon Mack, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley, then Derrick Henry, and then you're going quarterback, which I know who you're picking. Baker. Yes, you're going Baker Mayfield, which is a good choice to make. Now over here, uh, same thing. Rashad Penny went. Rashad yeah, fine, take him, no problem. <laughs> now, uh, I still I, I I kind of I think I pigeonholed myself taking the quarterback early. I just really wanted to pair him with DeAndre Hopkins. So for a long time my team's gonna have that pairing and it's gonna be a strong pairing to have. Uh which I just actually won the BFB leg last year, BFB League with these Sean Watson and uh, DeAndre Hopkins as uh my one two punch going on. Oh. There. Over here, you got, you got Aaron Rodgers. Definitely not taking him because I already have a quarterback. You got uh, Kareem Hunt, who's coming back later on. Jarvis Landry, De, uh, Devontae Freeman, Tariq Cohen, and Tevin Coleman. Those are the guys that we're looking at right now. Uh, wide receivers, like I said, I really recommend that people should build up on their wide receivers. There is another one going forward that I do like. So I could. this is where I could be risky. I could take a stud like Kareem Hunt. And then I have him paired up with my Sony Michelle and probably win about like two years from now. Three, two years from now. But that's if Kareem Hunt takes over that job off of Nick Chubb. You never know.
2: You never know. That's a what if game.
1: That is a huge what if game. So for this situation, whew, it's tough. It's tough. Are oh, you
2: want to win now or are you going to build for like long term?
1: I'm going to take I'm going to be risky here. And I really don't think it's the right pick to make. I really don't. Because I think the great pick here to make, not for nothing, is Cortland Sutton. I think Courtland. that's the right to make pick to make here. Um, because for dynasty, long term, you know he's going to be there around for a while. You got to look at quarterbacks too. Yeah, You guys know what's throwing it to him right now. It's just Joe Flacco can't trust that. So you know what? I'm going to take. I'm going to be a little risky here, and I'm not going to be happy about it. But I'm going to take the risk because it could pay off. It I could wonder pay where you're going with this.
2: Where I'm, are you going with this? I'm going Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Wow. I I, I was thinking he was probably going to go with Devontae Freeman.
1: I don't, no. I, don't, I don't trust him or his health. I, I, I think he, he was a one-year wonder, and I think he's going to be just okay for the rest of his career. So you
2: pick Kareem Hunt after her and then Tevin Coleman went after.
1: Tevin wow. Coleman, yep, uh, which, is, which is a loaded, loaded over there in San Francisco. Then Jarvis Landry, Mark Ingram, Tariq Cohen, Devontae Freeman, Alshon Jeffries, and Aaron Rodgers closes out the fifth round. to start off the sixth round, Mike Williams, as you can see here, how much we're talking this off, how fast the sleeper app goes and why it's so good to do mock drafts. Mike Williams, Royce Freeman, Ken, uh, Kenyon Drake, David Njoku, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, who I was hoping would fall to me, but I didn't think he was. And then Tyler Boyd, very interesting that Tyler Boyd fell there, I thought, because, uh, you know, he's shown to be like the successor over there to A.J. Green, but even though he's been the year for, you know, the league for a good amount of times, but still, he just seems to be the successor over there in the Bengals. After him goes Will Fuller, which I think is a big, like any, any year you draft him, you know, uh, very, very high ceiling. With a very very low floor, it's one or the other when it comes to Will Fuller. He makes a couple big plays. He does great for you, or he's hurt and he doesn't play at all. Uh, over here, um, where, where are you going? What position? What I, position? I'm going with this position because there's another guy that if he falls to me next round, I'm 100 percent taking him. I'm not saying who it is. I'm not even saying what don't, position. Don't worry it is. about
2: it because I'm ahead. I mean,
1: behind you. So, but you, but no, but you have two more picks. Yeah, I know. So you, so I, I can't tell you. Yeah, you can show me your cards. That's no. okay. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Uh, I'm going to take a guy here that's also very young and I feel is going to be a very big part of this offense also moving forward, even though he has some injury concerns. Still going to take him because I want at least one giant to root for Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. At least I want one giant to root for on my dynasty team. After him goes Carson Wentz. And now to you, Marchetti.
2: Well, as we all know, Titans is a very, uh, uh, very, uh, a position that's very, you know.
1: Not too many out there. Not too many out there. It's, it's, everybody it's, died last year.
2: If you were a <laughs> tight end, you died. Yeah, it's, it's a light decision, and you need to sometimes reach for a tight end. One that I feel I'm going to get tremendous value for, and 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 I feel like it could be, end up being a top three tight end this year, will be Hunter Henry, and that's who I'm going to go with.
1: All right. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, but coming off the major injury like that, it's hard to see what is in store for him, but it's definitely a good... Uh, Pick there. So Hunter Henry after him goes Jordan Howard and Chris Carson, who is a good pick, I think, to have also. Sammy Watkins and Will Fuller, who I think are a waste of picks. I don't know. I don't think that have I don't want them really on my dice. Maybe Will Fuller, but not that early. Not for seventh round pick. That's too early for me for Will Fuller. He's always hurt.
2: Yeah. And uh I'm gonna go wide receiver here. I'm gonna go with Dante Pettis. And that's I, the
1: other guy I wanted to take stop doing that, Martetti. I'm <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I'm you know what? I I'm happy that I went running back first. Because right now I'm building a good wide receiving core. Adam Thielen with Chris Godwin and Dante Pettis. Okay, yeah. yet Chris Godwin or Dante Pettis haven't shown to nah, be Don- top Dynasty wide receivers. Dynasty-wise, Dante but Pettis But I feel like dynasty-wise, like... Absolutely. I, I'm going to do good
1: That's at, 100% who I would have took right there.
2: And I'm taking Dante Pettis.
1: All right, so over here, uh, since you took... The, and then they, they, I was going to take Christian Kirk. Oh, my God. All right, so I was going to take Christian Kirk right there. But uh, as you can see, he's not available. So, I really think I pigeonholed myself right there by taking Deshaun Watson. I really think I really messed up my team by taking Deshaun Watson. Because
2: you could have gotten a good quarterback after.
1: No, yeah, definitely. I, the only reason I took him is because, I, you know what? Now I don't have to worry about quarterback for years to come. Because Deshaun Watson is young as he's going to his fourth year. So, you know, he's still got another, like, seven years at least to play. And he's, you know, he's really good. And I pair him up with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh... I'm gonna go wide receiver here as well. I was gonna probably go Damian Williams because I do have Kareem Hunt out. But I'm gonna go wide receiver here as well, who I think is doing very good for that team, especially for the fact that there's gonna be more surgeries because this man had multiple surgeries in the preseason is currently uh still iffy for the rest of his career. So I'm taking Tyler Lockett because we don't know what the status of Doug Baldwin's gonna Tyler, be. Tyler Lockett. Uh we don't know what Doug Baldwin's status in my be. pocket. After Tyler Lockett goes, Jared Goff, then Anthony Miller, which followed by Doug Baldwin, who's like I said has a lot of problems and question marks around him. Cam Newton, Damian Williams, Eric Ebron, and Jared McKinnon, to finish the seventh round. To start the eighth round, James White, Matt Breda, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones, Marquise Goodwin, Sterling Shepard, and Trey Burden. Now Trey, way on to me again. I'm going to also pick another wide receiver here, and there's a couple of wide receivers you're looking at. Lamar Miller's out there. He's a good, like, last late court running back to take if you haven't had one yet. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is a very good young quarterback to pick here around this time if you needed one. Ronald Jones is interesting to me because I think there's value for him there at sixth, but I don't think he's going to be all that good. Um, I'm definitely going to we'll skip out on Ronald Jones. I was listening to if another I'm podcast you. earlier. Would you rather have Ronald Jones... Or, oh, what was the other guy's name? They were talking about
2: him. Mm, just throw me a name now. No, I'm thinking no, about a running the
1: back. There, I know it's about, ah, whatever, it doesn't bother me. Whatever, screw it. They were talking about uh, yeah. Ronald Jones. Oh, Jay That's Jai. Ronald Jones or J.J. Who doesn't have a team right now? i rather. T- Dynasty, would you rather have Ronald Jones or J.J.?
2: Ronald Jones. All right. So I if you had
1: J.J. T- and I offered you Ronald Jones from you would take that trade?
2: I'll take the chance, yes.
1: I agree with you. I'd rather have Ronald, even though I don't yeah, like Ronald Jones. Yeah,
2: his knees. You know. Yeah, and he
1: had he's had bad injuries with one knee, and then he tore his ACL on the other knee. Yeah, so you know. so it's
2: gonna be very hard for him to come and recover. You know, that's uh, the reason why the Dolphins traded him. He was doing, you know, fantastic for them. And he, then, but
1: he was only but his fantastic run was very short. It's not like he had like a long. Fan, it's not like, uh, Arian Foster, who had a long fantastic run. Yeah. And then injuries kept holding him back. But you were drafting him because he showed enough of a long, fantastic run. The had like one half a season that was very, very good.
2: Yeah. And, and then everything
1: else was like, why running back two range? So potential was there, but it's yeah. not long, not the potential wasn't shown long enough for me to merit it that's going to continue on for a long period of time.
2: And with the Eagles, he had a good opportunity to be a, a a good running back that will give you a lot of points, but he wasn't able to uh, you know, meet that potential. At all, so... I thought it was an yeah. interesting
1: topic, though. Was it mentioned between J.H.I. and Ronald Jones? Yeah,
2: because Ronald Jones is unproven, you know, and he still needs a lot of development to go uh, to go through, and um, I think I'd think i rather, rather take a chance with Ronald Jones.
1: Ronald. I think Rojo sucks. Rojo? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> over here, there's uh, two wide receivers that I'm looking at. It's between uh, Michael Gallup and Kiki Cutie. I like Kiki Cutie better than Michael Gallup, but I already have Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, so I am taking Michael Gallup, who I think is going to have a really good future with the Cowboys. Then goes Golden Tate, who played for another four years with the Giants, unfortunately. Uh, not unfortunately. We like him, but still. So now, Marchetti, it's up to you. Your team so far as we have it is very good so far. Very, I like it a lot. Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, Adam Thielen, Chris Godwin, Baker Mayfield, Hunter Henry, and Dante Pettis. All right, so here I'm contemplating if I should go with a
2: running back or – if I should reach and get a wide receiver. And it seems like I'm building to win now. And you know what? I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to take Lamar Miller here. And that's what I'm going to draft.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool.
2: <laughs> cool. So I drafted Lamar Miller. Then uh, Mitch Trubisky went off the board. Ronald Jones, which we were just talking about. That ended the round eight. So starting the round nine, Kiki Cutie went. Andy Isabella, rookie. So there's a rookie draft. Oh yeah, we, well. left, we left the rookies in there? Yeah, we left the rookies there. So Andy mean, Isabella who's in no okay. team yet has been drafted.
1: I guess I guess it didn't it didn't save the updates I made.
2: Yeah. Um so right now I'm looking through the board and still contemplating if I should reach or what. And you know what? I'm going to go with John Brown here, wide receiver for the Bills.
1: Okay, John Brown wide receiver is a bit of you're not lying about a bit of a reach. Now this is what I was saying about what I should definitely have waited on the quarterback. Cuz nothing Let me ask you a question. How old do you think Matt Ryan is? 30? 32? Oh, okay, close enough. He's my, he's my age. He's 33. Okay. Born the same year as I am, in 85. So he still
2: has years still to still got go.
1: years to play with Matt Ryan. Who's been doing, I know, so I know like a year or two he's done really bad, but he does very well. So you could take somebody like Matt Ryan and then, you know, draft a rookie quarterback, you know, like if you want to draft like Kyler Murray later on, or if you draft Josh Allen to pair up with your Matt Ryan, you'll be good for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this case, though, I do still need a running back. But there are a few running backs that I like later on that I could still pick up. So I'm going to keep on building on my heavy wide receivers and use them as trade bait maybe, especially if they develop to where I think they could be. Now, I have a lot of what-ifs. I maybe have a lot of work to do with my team so far. Even though I like my team, it's not set to win now. But I'm going to take here James Washington because outside for playing the number two with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. This is at the moment. This is at the moment. That's why I was surprised I took John Brown over James Washington. I'm taking James. Right, calm down. You're kind of making me uncomfortable. All right. So, uh, then that's after a good G- pick. I wish I, uh, I thought you saw them. I didn't think no, i, I, I was surprised took John Brown James over James Washington. Washington. Then goes dang, uh, Austin dang. Eckler, Matt Ryan, Neon Himes, James Winston, Duke Johnson, Kirk Cousins, and DD Westbrook to close out the ninth round. Almost, uh, ended with this draft with a couple of more rounds to go. Dallas go there. Uh, Dallas go there. Uh Emmanuel Sanders, You, Deion- you should get uh Robert Gronkowski here. Yeah, I should, right? Yeah, right uh now. Deion Lewis, Austin Hooper, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, and CJ Anderson who will more than who's not gonna be signed by the Rams again, who's hard for him. It's hard for this guy to find a home. It's hard for him. It's always a man without a country. Over here. Uh I really do need a running back. Because right now I only have one running back. One, And a ton of wide receivers With a really young Young Quarterback Well you have two running backs I have one Kareem Hunt's not going to play for 8 weeks And even if he does who knows how he's going to play in that offense True. So with that being said Even though Kareem Hunt's very young Sonny Michelle's being is also Very young I'm going to pick this running back Not because he's that great But with the 10th round He's a starting running back on a somewhat improving offense and a lot of experience because he's only going to play for another year or two. So right now I'm picking somebody who's going to just play for a year or two, but at least he's a running back that at least he might give me something out of the position I feel. And he'll give me more than if you look for the next running backs going ahead of like, you know, I mean, look at all the other running backs going ahead. You know, uh, where are they? They, You know, it's Carlos Hyde, Chris Thompson, not trusting them yet. So I'm taking here Shady McCoy. He is my running back that I'm taking for this moment. So I can play him right away with Sony Michelle. Not the worst in the world. Not the worst. Not the worst. Then goes Kyle Rudolph, and it's on to you, Marchetti.
2: If I was you, I would have taken Latavius Murray.
1: Uh, I guess I, I'll probably still do him later, later rounds unless you take him away from me right now. Mm. Latavius Murray's going to be there for a little while.
2: I was thinking about taking him. Besides, now. there's
1: another running back that I want also. All anyways.
2: right. So over here, um, It seems like I'm built to win now, and now with Rob Gronkowski out, I feel like this guy is going to be much more valuable and needed, and he's going to get much more volume, and that will be Julian Edelman. So I drafted Julian Edelman here.
1: That's smart. You know, you're you're, you're looking to win now. You needed wide receivers to begin with. I mean, off the bat, if you start, uh, Adam, dealing with Julian Edelman along with You know, Le'Veon Bell and Zeke Elliott, yeah, you're in a really good position to win now. Hunter Henry and Baker Mayfield, you're in a very good position to win right now. Um, And then after that, no, after that goes Dak Prescott, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, (laughs) Gronk. Okay, thanks, computer. Thank Uh, you. Devontae Devontae Parker, and then next.
2: As we know, the tight end position is very light, and... I, I'm taking a chance with Hunter Henry, but I feel like this tight end is going to be doing good and I could pretty much play him in the flex or if Hunter Henry hasn't panned out for me, major. I could play this guy. Oh, and this is OJ Howard, Howard.
1: Yeah, I saw that. All right. Um. Now here to you know a couple of more of the rookies are coming up. I could also keep building my depth at quarterback with Sam Darnold. Carlos Hyde is up there more of the handcuff type of guys. Uh, there's another running back here that I like and that I think he's going to have some opportunity, especially because the guy in front of him also does get hurt. Now, I'm reaching here a bit, and I'm going to reach because I am i don't think this guy's going to make it back to me. And I'm going to reach because I do need more help in the running back position. So because I don't think he's going to make it back to me, I'm going to take him now. And I like him in Dynasty, Edo Smith. I think Edo Smith is Tevin Coleman 2.0. I think Devontae Freeman is going to get hurt again. And if he's not, they're going to still use a two QB system over there in the Atlanta Falcons. And it's going to be between Edo Smith and the, uh, Devontae Foreman. So I took Ido Smith. Well, you needed to reach there. Because he wasn't going to make it back to me. He wasn't. He, he, yeah, he might have not. So make, then it goes J.J. Vance McDonald would have been the pick I would have taken there. That was my first choice. It was my choice over Edo Smith. But for the need... I needed a running back. So then goes Vance McDonald, Antonio Callaway, DK Metcalf, who might go to the Giants, maybe. No, nah, I don't think so. We don't even it's stupid if we take him anyways. Uh Sam Darnold, <laughs> Carlos Hyde, Matthew Stafford, then AJ Brown, Chris Thompson, Devin Funches, all to start off our 12th round, followed by David Montgomery, Jack Doyle, Mark Andrews, who I like a lot as a tight end for the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons, the Ravens, sorry, excuse me, the Ravens. I like that pick a lot, especially for Dynasty. I like, I'm not saying in redrafts, but for Dynasty, I like Mark Andrews a lot to take for a Dynasty. Traquan Smith, and now back to me. So, uh, and then this is where you just start throwing people that you think for longevity. You know, like Josh Allen would have been a good pick over here if you wanted to build up on quarterback for your team. Uh, Chris Thompson, I mean, he gets hurt a lot. Um, Donta, Donta Foreman's an interesting pick because he shows that, you know, a lot of potential, but he's always too hurt to show it. So it's scary, but it's interesting if you took your chance with him. But over here, this is where I'm going to take Latavius Murray. Followed by Gus Edwards. Oh,
2: Latavius Murray. Oh,
1: Latavius Murray.
2: That was a good pick. Yes, I That would have been a good pick for me, too.
1: The Gus bus went over. Then now back to you, Marquette. We only got this round and one more round left.
2: All right, so... Now I'm going to focus on running backs because this is where you have to stack up. And in Dynasty, you have to stack up on some running backs because the they drop like flies. And I'm going to go with a rookie since this is a rookie. Rookie's been drafted. I'm going to get Josh Jacobs. Okay, Because Jacob. if he lands and gets drafted by the Eagles, which is, you know, the rumors that they're loving him right. as, a, a, as a rookie. Uh, and they might draft him. Then I, I'm going to love that. You know, that pick right now, because if he goes to the Eagles, Obese- uh, offense, that's Possibly, pretty, pretty efficient. We know they pop. have a lot of
1: running backs there, though, so we got to see how that pans out. All right. Uh, Isaiah Corral goes after him, and Josh Allen, who is a really good fantasy dynasty quarterback to draft. And I, I, I recommend if you want to take a guy like Josh Allen, you could take a guy with him like uh, Ben Roethlisberger or Phillip Rivers. Somebody's going to be there only probably for the, like two years to pair up with Josh Allen to grow with. I think that's a good pick to make also for Dynasty-wise. Very good pick in quarterback-wise. Again, very late. Followed by Elijah Maguire. Then uh, Nikhil? Is you say his name? Nikhil Harry? I guess it's Nikhil. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Followed by Alex Marchetti for your pick. I'm
2: going to go with another running back here, and it will be Jamal Williams.
1: Okay. Jamal Williams running back for the Green Bay. There goes Quincy Anuan on to me for my final pick over here. Uh, this is where you're just really throwing for guys that you think are going to do well, you don't know if they're going to do well or not, whatever the case may be. Um, and, I mean, I, when you start going this late, you want to start looking maybe for a little bit more uh, youth, maybe. But that's not going to be the case for me. Right here, you know what? I'm Just because it's the last round, and obviously in a dynasty draft, be a little different. You're going
2: right. to get a kicker.
1: You're no. drafting a kicker. No, I'm not drafting a kicker. No, kickers. I even took kickers off for this draft. Can't even take one. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna take here Sam Bradford. I'm gonna build up on my young quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I meant Darnold. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Darnold has been taken a long time ago. I didn't realize.
1: Ago. I thought it was Sam Darnold. <laughs> Whatever.
2: He, he, he was drafted in the the eleventh round, bro. Good,
1: good thing. Good thing it's a uh, good thing it's a mock. I really thought it I, I thought Sam you did
2: Darnold. that for you know giggles. No, I thought it was that Darnold. was funny. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you're, you're being hilarious. I thought it was Darnold. You, that's an Andy producer extraordinaire type of draft pick right there.
1: Then goes Phillip Rivers, Dante Foreman, Robert Foster. Ooh, Robert Foster is a good pick to have. That's a good pick. Uh, Josh Adams, Chris Thompson, Kenneth Dixon, and Jared Cook. Jared Cook Cook
2: is a a good pick, too. Dougie, talk
1: to me about your team real quick before we have to go.
2: Well, at the beginning, I kind of regretted that I went running back, but it seems like it panned out because, look, my starting running backs, Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell, I think that's a good one-two combo. For sure, and then I have as my wide receivers Adam Thielen, and I could start Jul- Julian Edelman as my wide receiver too, and then flex it with a Chris Godwin and Dante Pettis. I think that's good, really good. Then as my tight ends, I have Hunter Henry and OJ Howard. I feel like I have two of the top ten tight ends in this draft, which I feel like I did pretty good. I'm pretty. I, th- I feel like I'm pretty deep in all all. All positions right now. And then, you know, have Baker Mayfield, who's going to be a quarterback for the next 10, 15, maybe 20 years, you know. So, I'm building for success, and I feel like my team is uh, built to win now.
1: I agree with you. I like your team a lot. It's definitely built to win now. But I do think that you do have a lot of long-term with Dante Patterson, Chris Chris Godwin, uh, Josh Jacobs. You have a good mixture of everything. I like your team a lot, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, because at the end, you know, running backs— I could draft a good running back next year, and you like know, it's so like well, it's, it's
1: like we said, like I said in the beginning of this, uh, you know, running backs are easier to find in rookie drafts, especially that they'll come out of nowhere and they could be engaged and you know create an impact in the NFL right away. When wide receivers are hard to find in rookie drafts and it takes them a while to become relevant in the NFL, I, mean, I said NBA earlier. Wow, <laughs> in, the, in the NFL, and uh, but I do recommend in the first round to take yourself a young stud wide receiver and there is a ton of them. And uh I'm happy that I took DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen because I'm gonna have them for a while. And I got two very young running backs. So I'm I like my team because look look at my look at my look at my starters for them right, right off the bat. DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Sony Michelle, Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, Evan Ingram. All very young. You know, all very young. And not only they're very young, they could they they could be competitive now and they could produce more down the line. So I like where I'm set up You know I'm not, I'm, I'm not hating it I like where i set up I, I'm not, not so much in depth But starting off I'm pretty good uh, Marchetti By the way Your name in this league For our, ba- our baseball thing Is Queens My Pastime Right Yeah Queens My Pastime Okay Welcome Mike Trout To your team We had the first overall pick In our draft
2: I had the first overall pick <laughs>
1: You got the first nice. overall pick Nice Mike Trout Alright so choon, choon, choon Uh We gotta get ready To do our draft uh, Any final thoughts You wanna say Before we get out of here Marchetti
2: Hey It was a pleasure To have our boy Andy Um Thank you for listening and uh, hey, good luck, guys, on baseball.
1: Once again, party it's people, we will us. post up uh, people's uh, Andy people's the people's pen Singleton's uh, information on our Instagram. We will post up that he was a part of our show. Please go follow. Thank you for being a part of our show, Andy, my man, fifty grand. Uh, once again, party people, if you have anything, you could always ask us and follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast on Twitter at Podcast BFB. Hit us up anytime you need for any kind of questions that you have that hopefully we can answer
0: for you. Success, nonetheless, party people. Peace. Peace.